Hey, mining bosses, welcome back. I am Anna Sergunina and I'm your host. I've got another excited guest joining me here today. Todd Jarvis, welcome to our summit. Excited to have you here. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to be here too. So, so this is fantastic. I appreciate so what's happened so, so far. So. We're diving deep into talking about a topic that I think a lot of families out there, a lot of folks um, generally sort of put on the back burner. And Todd is, is the one to really shine some light onto it. And I, I see this quite a bit too um, in the financial planning work that I do uh, with clients. And one of the things that's still hardest for folks, for folks to really um, do is to just consider, you know, what would it take for them to take care of their uh, family in the legal side of things. And when I talk about legal, a lot of a lot of it has to do with setting the right foundation for when, if something were to happen to them, right, and they're not here, how would their families taking care of, you know, who deals with the financial part and all of that. Now, in this, in this discussion today with Todd, we're really gonna focus on the business side of things because in the world we live today, pretty much, I, I don't know the statistics and I should look it up, but it feels like every other person has something going on on the side. There's some kind of hustle, there's, and, and for many of us, we have businesses. So I wanna focus on those situations that we wanna avoid, but what ifs as a business owner? So Todd is a business strategist and attorney, serves entrepreneurs and families because he's committed to helping everyone bring their greatest gifts into the world. He's known as mastering the foundational aspects of business to create the con conditions of success and open the doors to impact the freedom we want from from the from from our life and work. And so, Todd, again, welcome to a, to the summit. And let's get started by um, by you sharing how you got into this side of the business. Oh, that's great. Yeah. No. Again, thank you so much for letting me be here. So, yeah, how I got into this and how I got so vested in working with not just business owners, but business owners who. Um, who have families and are really concerned and looking at trying to integrate and realize that you know we don't just have our business over here and our families over here, but there's a mesh. They they work together and they are concerned with each other, right? Um, and this really, I kind of woke up to this um, uh, in a couple of ways. Uh, a couple, two little quick stories I'm going to share um, personal from my personal history and experience. Um, so shortly after I. Uh, graduated from law school. Just a little bit of background from me. I, uh, um, my wife and I, we have a large family. So family's important to us. We have, we um, have seven children. Um, and so uh, at this time that as I started practicing law as an attorney, I, um, you know, I planned and, and really wanted to be concerned with helping business owners grow because I have the entrepreneur, entrepreneur spirit, right? I love growing things. I love helping businesses grow and strategizing all that and, and seeing the bottom line grow, right? Get more profitable, have greater impact on the world. Um, but really, um, oh, a couple weeks after I uh, started practicing law, um, my wife and I had an experience where two of our boys were uh, well, they just weren't feeling well, right? Um, they were having some medical issues. We, one of them was, you know, had lost like eight pounds in a couple of weeks. And we were like, okay, we need to figure out what's going on with these boys. Mm -hmm. And so we took him to see the pediatrician. And while we were there, he did some tests. And he found that, um, uh, you know, well, yeah, frankly, he just turned to us and said, look, we need to get these boys to the emergency room. Can you take them or do we need to call an ambulance, right? Wow. And, you know, as a parent, you know, if you're, if, if uh, any of you have parents, you really kind of, know that you know what an impact and how emotional that situation would be mm -hmm. um so we 
rushed him to the emergency room and we spent about a week in the hospital really kind of learning what our new life would be for these boys. They were both diagnosed with type one diabetes on that day. And, um, and mm -hmm. so we were trying to see how we were going to help them manage their lifestyle going forward and kind of getting learning about that. But so how this, what this taught me and, and really impacted me and how it really impacted me is that it showed me how quickly and, um, and uh, uh, I guess unexpectedly life can mm -hmm. intervene, right? And it, have, it can have an impact and, and you know, interject these uncertainties into your life of like, what do we do now? What, what's life gonna be like? And especially I thought about it from a point of view of what if it had been my wife or I that were in the hospital for a week or so, or, you know, what would happen to our businesses? You know, at the time we had, um, you know, we were, uh, I was starting to practice law, but I was working for a firm. Um, and then also um, we were starting up uh, a fitness business. Um, so, uh, you know, those things kind of concerns came to me. And that's where I really learned that, you know what, my livelihood and my business and, and everything I do is really tied and is going to be really impacted by what happens in the family. And I can't always control how life, the challenges that life throws at me. Um, and then shortly after that, um, a couple of years later, I was looking to start my own firm. It was time for me to leave the, the firm and, and to really start practicing in a new way, way that I wanted to practice and the way I wanted to work with business owners and families. Um, and uh, which, because um, uh, I just saw some things I wanted to change about the legal world, right? And, and the way that attorneys and, and as I call myself, a business strategist really interact with business owners. Um, and, uh, and so, with that, um, we, we had established that fitness business, so it was running well, and it was going to be kind of our, you know, our main source of income is going to help the family float while we started a law firm, right? Mm -hmm. and, and the business strategist business and, and business coaching, not coaching, sorry, but um, uh, putting those, uh, helping business owners strategize and grow. Um, and from there, um, but uh, we were ready to do this. We're jumping in. We just had our seventh child. He was a bit of a surprise. So we're relearning how to be new parents again for the first, for the seventh time. Uh, but it'd been quite a few years. So it was like the first time all over again. Um, anyway, so, um, so when we, we, the, about two months after we launched, I left the firm uh, that I was working at, started, started my current business, um, working with business owners and families. And we got a letter in the mail from the city <laughs> telling us that our fitness business had grown to a point to where it was no longer welcome where it was being, where we were serving clients. So we're like, ah. oh, no. all right, wow. Again, life's coming in here. And mm -hmm. now we need to not just grow this firm, but our, our little business that was going to support us in the meantime needed to expand and relocate. So um, again, life was throwing things at us um, and, uh, and I realized that, you know, um, the potential in the, in, the, in the firm and the business strategy, you know, side of things, I had more potential um, than necessarily the fitness business. That was gonna take a lot more to really get moving forward uh, in the new place it was gonna have to be. Um, so I knew I had to grow that, that legal business and business um, uh, strategy business a lot faster than I intended. Um, and so, I knew some strategies and I knew how to grow a business and I grow bottom line. Um, but one thing I knew also is a big issue with growing a business is making sure that the business is based upon these foundations and has a strength to support the growth, right? Mm -hmm. 
So I knew I could go out and get more clients and bring in the income, but would the business be in such a condition that it could support that growth and not crumble? Because a lot of that happens. I mean, a lot of people work with, you know, um, we'll, we'll jump into the marketing side of things and really growing the business and, and focus on 10Xing, right? Their bottom line. Um, but they need to question and find out, is the business ready for that? Can the business support that? Um, and so that's kind of where I was. And that's when I developed and really started working towards um, focusing on, okay, we need to ask a couple questions right up front. Um, how are our business foundations in place? And I, I basically broke those foundations into four different groups, right? We've got our legal foundations, our insurance foundations, we have the financial foundations, and then the uh, uh, tax foundations, okay? So mm -hmm. having all those things secured will help us to uh, make sure that that business is growing. Another thing we needed to ask up front um, is, you know, what's the exit strategy for the business? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times people don't consider that and that needs to be a place that you start. As soon as you start building your business, you need to start pl planning and developing a plan and knowing how you're going to exit that business. And the reason for that is because that's going to have everything to do with and influence every decision you have in building those foundations. You know, how are you going to structure the business? How are you going to grow the business? How are you going to manage the business? It's really going to be determine how you can exit the business. So if you have a plan to exit, like let's say you want to sell, well, you need to make sure that that business is something you can sell, meaning that, um, that you can step out and someone can step in and the machine keeps moving, right? Um, if you plan to have a family succession, um, then you need to make sure that you're building this, these foundations in a way that, that your family is growing into the business and incorporating there. So that's kind of how I got interested in this because I was kind of, my hand was forced <laughs> as it mm -hmm. often is in life, right? Um, life can be the best teacher sometimes. <laughs> and yeah. so um, I was kind of forced into building um, this business quickly and in a way that it could support my family and, and provide for my family. Um, but be ready and and support that growth so i know i i also think so i am um i guess what's called an accidental business owner although it was all planned for it didn't just happen to me one day but it happened rather quickly and so i did not start think about any of this stuff really um until uh we had we had our son um my son is uh, liam is 21 21 months old um so when you said you have seven kids i'm like oh my god seven of them <laughs> no it's great it's awesome to have a big family but i just like oh my gosh so it it really just and i think i, I think i'm not the only one who you know sort of started the business because or you know i i, I bought a business and kind of grew in it you know through throughout the time and so um it's it all starts out of passion and we want to do something right and share our expertise and so like you don't think about this like what's my foundation i, I you know a lot of times and i get these clients uh, these questions from clients as an advisor it's like do i even need to incorporate i'm kind of doing this consulting thing on the side right and it's like i'm like oh that's a legal question you know um so we should be consulting with the legal you know legal person or a tax person um for that kind of stuff so like i think most people don't necessarily think about okay like what's my exit strategy i just like hey i just started this business i want to <laughs> hold on to it for a while so let's talk a little bit about like what are some of the uh, initial steps that um anyone can kind of start taking in place i like that you're starting with the foundation like think um you know something came 
um, a thought came to mind as you were describing this, and I use this analogy with clients a lot. Um, it comes from Stephen Harvey's, uh, Stephen Covey's book, uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And so he, one of the habits is begin with the end in mind. So like, what is it that you're trying to accomplish, right? And then, you know, come back to present time and start working um, towards that goal. So if we were to give a path to all of our listeners um, on the summit today, where, like, where do we start basically is my question. Great, no, that's fantastic. So one of the things to start with is kind of a, it's kind of more of a mindset, I think, than anything. And that is, um, is to look at your business um, as kind of its living and breathing thing, right? Um, and, and again, I'm not saying, I'd want to re not contradict myself earlier saying that, you know, we talked about having our business, um, even uh, not considering our business separate as far as it's part of our family, right? But, um, but it is, uh, it's a part of our family and it's a part and our family plays a role with that and interacts with our family, but we need to make sure it's uh, interacting appropriately, right? And what I mean by that is, you know, we want to set boundaries, okay? Just like with any relationship, business is all about relationships. And in any relationship, um, you want to make sure that there's proper boundaries set up. And the nice thing about business relationships is it's, it's, uh, it's entirely acceptable to sit down and talk out and write down exactly what expectations you have between each other. So when I talk about looking at your entity as a separate living, breathing thing, you need to consider your relationship with your business. Um, and what I mean by that is you want to make sure there's boundaries around your business that and boundaries around your family and your home life that mm -hmm. that separate those two things right um you know thinking about your business as just part of you and that you are your business and your business is you that can get a little dangerous um in in a couple of different ways um one you know again it's 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 a very weak legal um foundation um as far as it's you know you want to make sure that business stays at business, problems that occur at work stay at work, they don't come home. And problems at home don't affect your ability to make, to create a livelihood and provide a livelihood for your home, right? Mm -hmm. So meaning that um, your teenage son has a car accident um, and the cause of that car accident, and there's some liability there. You don't want that liability to go over to your work and to start um, taking assets and taking things from your work. You want that work to be able to continue so that you can continue to provide for your family. Um, and, at, and at work, if something happens with an employee or with a vendor, you don't want that problem to come home and affect your home. So we set boundaries to make sure everything, everybody is playing appropriately with each other. Um, and so, you know, where you can start with that is by considering a legal structure. Okay, um, so setting up those boundaries with those four foundations would kind of, kind of look like this, right? So we look at a legal entity, um, not just choosing one because it's what the guy down the street uses. Um, when I talk about legal entity, I'm talking about like, you know, limited liability companies, LLCs, um, corporations, partnerships, um, joint ventures. So there's a bunch of different options, right? And the reason why there's different options is because it's not a one size fits all situation. Um, so there's lots of things to consider. Um, and uh, so knowing what to consider and, and assuming that you kind of know what to consider, putting that proper legal foundation in place and that entity is a great way to start taking your business more seriously. That's kind of a nice secondary effect. 
right? You create an entity um, and, uh, and uh, to protect yourself kind of legally and to protect your business legally, set those boundaries up. But the side effect is that you, are you have taken a step to take that business more seriously. And what that's gonna to do too, is it's gonna help clients, customers, or whatever you happen to call them in your own business, they're gonna take your business more seriously too. So mm -hmm. just that in itself is going to increase, you know, people always talk about, well, you know, I want to, they want to focus on things that are increase their bottom line. Believe me, putting these foundations in place will increase your bottom line, even though um, uh, you're not adding a new, uh, you know, a new fancy marketing scheme through creating these foundations. Um, it is going to increase your bottom line because you are just, you're taking things more seriously. Um, therefore, everybody else is going to take you more seriously. It's going to give you more opportunities are going to open up. Um, so yeah, getting that entity in place, the insurance side, making sure that you're, you're, you're covering your bases with insurance um, and have the proper insurance in place. Uh, finance, you want financial systems in place, right? You want to know and make intelligent decisions for investments for your business. Like, you know, should I invest in this software program? Should I invest in this marketing program? Um, you want to make those decisions based upon uh, um, cash flow forecast not just based upon, hey, do I have $2,000 in the bank today? Because this thing costs $2,000, so I'm going to buy it because I got the money. You know, that's, that's, not a, that's kind of a dangerous way to um, decide to make purchases and investments with your business. You want to make sure you're kind of looking forward and you have, you have financial systems in place to, to help you do that. Because then you're making, you know, educated decisions going forward. You know where you're going to be in six months, what kind of investments and growth you're making in six months rather than just, you know, doing your marketing for the month. Um, and then, uh, so that's kind of places to start, right? Is, you know, get that business entity, talk to the right people, talk to an attorney and a tax advisor when it comes to that business entity, because there's reasons why there's so many options and you want to make sure the right options in place for you and that it's put together right to, as well. Um, and I don't ever think an, a, a, an attorney um, should help you make that decision on them by themselves or tax advisors should help you make that decision myself. I think it should be kind of a, a mutual decision between those, uh, the three of you, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, on how to do that. So those are some things you can do to really get started and uh, that you'll see some growth from. I've seen clients just increase, like I said, I mean, um, see some some large increases in their, in their profit margins or revenues just by getting these foundations in place. And I think it also comes down to um, once you have these foundational pieces in place, then you can have a clear focus on your actual business, like the thing that you're supposed to deliver or, you know, service you provide and all of this other stuff is set on hopefully autopilot or, you know, in, in some sort of a system or path where you can, you can just come back and check on it and because um, again, I think many of us don't think of it that way. We start with, okay, we've got to do, we've got to put our product out there, our service out there. We've got to put, you know, put marketing efforts out there. And then you start to face those what, like, those what if situations. And then you start to realize, oh my gosh, I never really considered that I needed a liability insurance, right? <laughs> and I'm renting a space here. And, uh, and it sort of goes, goes on and on and on. I, I you know, in my space, in financial services, our industry is such, so heavily regulated that it's like it's really hard, impossible to start a business um, without you know having to go through all of these steps. Uh, and I'm sure you know um, if I looked back when I did start, 
at least when I, I still consider myself a starting point when I became the business owner, um, even though there was the things that, you know, already existed in place, there was some stuff that I wanted to do it my way, right? And I wanted to um, to improve. And, and, and still, one of the biggest questions I still have an answer is like, what's the exit strategy like? How do you, you know, and, and as attorney, you know, because you work with clients and it's like, yeah, how do I ever give those people up? <laughs> they're, they're my favorite, right? It's like your clients are the, the life of your business. And you know, the, the, that's the fun part why we actually do this stuff. So I, I wanted to go back a little bit and, um, and, and maybe have you give us a few examples uh, so we can get folks to under, start thinking or understanding or recognizing what are those what ifs that we're talking about in life? Like you gave one personal example, um, but what are some other stuff that people can be on, on the lookout for? So things to be on the lookout for is one is in capacity, right? So, um, you know, we're still in the midst of the um, pandemic and that has brought up a lot of what ifs for people. Um, as, you know, as business owners, a lot of times we are, um, uh, some, you know, a lot of times business owners, especially, um, you know, these days are kind of owner operated businesses, right? Like the owner is in the trenches doing the work. Um, and so when they, become incapacitated. Like if you're in the hospital for a week or so um, with an illness, you know, who's going to be there? You know, who's going to be empowered uh, legally um, to, to make decisions for the business of, on your behalf if you can't? Um, and then also who, uh, are, you know, are, do they have the business talent and the acumen and the ability to manage the business while you're kind of absent. Having, having that contingency plan in place is, is crucial because you just don't know when, you know, accidents are going to happen or illness is going to hit. Um, and so, so having that kind of in place is important, especially if you have partners, um, knowing when and where, how to, how to help each other and, and what's going to happen if one business owner can no longer perform. Um, and like I said, this comes back to those relationships, right? We have relationships in business. We have relationships with partners, vendors, clients. And the nice thing is, is we can put in place agreements that completely set forth the expectations. Like I expect this from you and in return, you can expect this from me. If I don't hold up my end of the bargain, this is what can happen. So those what ifs, like, what if I get sick? What if I pass away? You know, uh, what if, um, uh, what if my partner gets angry at me and wants to leave the business or start ruining the business and, and such, or, uh, you know, what happens if a client's disappointed and, and brings a lawsuit? Um, the two biggest uh, risks factors with lawsuits in business are employees and customers. So you want to make sure that those relationships are the, um, the expectations in those relationships are really ironed out. Um, so when you're working with a client, you have those what ifs again with a client that might be, you know, what if I can't deliver on time as a business owner? What if they don't pay me on time <laughs> as a client? Or what if they don't provide enough information to me that I can provide that I can meet the deadlines they're expecting of me. So really taking into consideration those what ifs um, that might happen and deciding ahead of time and agreeing ahead of time about what the solution is save so much time and, and headache in the end when something, when those what-ups hit, you've already decided, you know, what would happen if, um, you know, if your client's not providing you the information you need to deliver on time. You've already got kind of an agreement in place that says, 
you know, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. So you don't have to decide in the heat of the moment when all the emotions are high, right? Mm -hmm. You're, you, you both just go back to the, the agreement and say, hey, this is what we decided we were going to do in this situation. Let's go ahead and move forward with that, um, with that agreement and with that process. If one of the, one of your partners starts um, misbehaving or just not putting in what they're expected to put in, well, you've already decided ahead of time in your operating agreement or your bylaws, you know, how, or shareholder agreements, what, how is that going to be handled? You know, if one business partner isn't pulling their weight. Um, so there's some of the what ifs to, to really consider. Um, and the big ones are incapacity and death, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but then there's also the disagreements that can come up or the inability to perform. Um, so those are some things to really consider and, uh, and kind of put in place. And that's, you know, strategize that with someone who um, who's kind of been in your shoes before or has worked in those situations before. Yeah, and I think the, the, the four pillars or the four different types of, uh, you know, foundations you mentioned uh, at the beginning of our talk kind of go hand in hand with these what ifs, right? Because you can definitely use them as tools. For example, for incapacity, um, there's something called disability insurance, right? Mm -hmm. Short term and long term. So that's, and you know, that's something to also explore as well. Like one thing I like to do um, in terms of suggesting um, this really to any, any client I work with, whether you have a business or not, is uh, the first thing to do is to put a team of trusted advisors, because like you said, um, Todd as well, not any one of us really can give you all the advice and recommendations, but when you have a team that works for you, right, and supports your goals, your vision, if it's a business, even the family vision, and, and things you're trying to accomplish, it is just so much better because you never know, right? Like, like nobody thinks that they're gonna get disabled or an accident is gonna take place. And then you know, on this side, like you were saying, oh my gosh, um, I have a family to feed and uh, you know, I have a responsibility. So um, I, I, it's actually right, rather interesting how, you, how I'm connecting the dots in my head of what you were describing. It's like, okay, here's the what ifs that for all of us should consider. And like going back to these foundational pieces, like, oh my God, I should have thought about this, right? Right? or should have gotten the right insurance protection in place, whether it's the liability coverage or in my space, it's uh, errors and emissions and long-term disability, short-term disability. And the list goes on from there. Um, so it's, it's actually, it seems like it's a lot, but um, it, it's, if you do the work up front, um, then, then, then what, these what ifs, because nobody is uh, insured against them, like there's no such thing. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen to all of us in some instance, right, at some point in time. It's just a matter of how prepared we are. Um, well, so for, for the time being, um, Todd, I wanted to see if you had any last minute thoughts and for, um, I wanted to extend an invitation to anyone interested in joining us in the second deep dive session um, where Todd and I are really gonna go deep and talk about these, the, these four foundational pieces that he shared, the legal, um, tax, insurance, and I'm forgetting one more. Financial. financial. And financial, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna spend some time really understanding what those pieces are. For that, you all need to upgrade to all access pass. So if you haven't done that yet, this is your friendly reminder and invitation. But um, for the time being, uh, Todd, is there anything else you wanna add? Um, you know, I don't, I think that just, you know, getting started, it does sound like a lot, like you said, um, but it really is possible. And just take it step by step. You know, a lot of times when I first start working with people, I, I have them take like an assessment, right? And we kind of assess where they're at in these four different 
foundations. And then I, you know, we say, okay, you know, I think we can get the most bang for our buck time-wise and money-wise um, and energy-wise by focusing on, you know, the, the, maybe the financial and tax side of things. So let's start there and let's really start getting a, a financial, um, uh, financial system in place and get you re reviewing your reports on a regular basis and understanding your P&Ls and balance sheets and, and, um, and making sure that those, all those pieces are in place so that you can start making those investment decisions, make those financial decisions in your business. And then we'll move over and start working on maybe some legal you know, legal side, maybe start working on the filling in the insurance holes and stuff like that. So I think um, don't be overwhelmed. It's okay to take baby steps. Um, <laughs> but like you said, build that team, you know, get a financial advisor, an attorney, tax, you know, a tax um, advisor, um, an insurance agent that you can really work with and understand. Um, and, uh, you know, it's important to have those people and, and, uh, you know, and, and Anna and I, you know, reach out to us. We can give you some guidance on, on how, um, how to approach those kinds of people and how yeah, to do no, it. Yeah, for sure. And I'm and always, yes, I'm always, uh, definitely sending my uh, network to anyone interested for anyone, <laughs> any recommendations. And so, yeah, mm -hmm. totally welcome that on your part as well, uh, Todd. Well, please share with everyone how they can stay in touch with you. Um, so yeah, you can reach out to me. I'm all over um, social media, but um, you can get a hold of me at uh, um, through email Todd at Strategic Legal Works. That's a big thing. You can look me up Facebook, find me um, Todd Jarvis um, in Arizona. Uh, Strategic Legal Works is the name of my business. Um, also, um, you can uh, find me at uh, EmpowerYour.life as well. So EmpowerYour.life. So just find me, and we'll. And we'll keep in touch. Sounds good. And I'll include all of these links too under our interview as well. So uh, folks can, can connect. Awesome. All right. Well, we're heading into the next session, everyone. Uh, so if you're, uh, if you're um, going to see us there, make sure you upgrade to All Access Pass. And Todd, thanks so much for your time today. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Take care, everyone.